Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Nyla and thank you for tuning in right now. You're listening to Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and also other things that you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about the many benefits of vitamin D. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, also review, and last but not least, share Greener Thoughts. Last thing for you also is to contact Greener Thoughts. You can surely do so by voice message especially, and the info will always be posted in the podcast description as well as every episode's show notes. Or you could always send me an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So in particular, this podcast episode, there aren't any uh, different or special announcements. So I'm going to just jump into the first segment, which is which is um, in other news, the very first segment. So it is a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is about uh, soot and how it ends up in uh, the placenta and um, next to fetuses. So um, soot particles are showing up in placentas uh, next to the fetus. And so um, information about that story was found um, on the Society of Environmental Journalists page um, via Inside Climate News. So a group of scientists all the way in Belgium um, were finding that uh, pregnant women were inhaling and who inhaled uh, black carbon pollution, um, those particles there, they actually had those particles travel you know, by, by their lungs, past their lungs, and into the placenta uh, where they, of course, accumulate on the side facing the growing baby. And you can check out more of the information um, from the journal uh, Nature Communications the scientists there, they documented that the black carbon uh, particles were found on every single placenta that they looked at, regardless of how much pollution the mother had been exposed to. The second headline is all about California and the EPA. Now specifically, it says that the EPA slams California for homeless water pollution. Um, and again, that also comes from the Society of Environmental Journalists, their page, and it's via um, the Washington Post. So the Trump administration accused the state of California of, quote, failing to meet its obligations, end quote, to protect the environment, claiming that its growing homeless population threatens the state's water quality. Now, the EPA administrator, who we all know is uh, currently um, Andrew Wheeler, He also um, did some um, condemning sort of of California because he sent some uh, charging documentations to officials there um, stating that they failed to meet uh, federal health standards um, and completely and particularly um, they failed to um, where large homeless populations, you know, litter the streets with trash and drug paraphernalia and human waste. So this is a big violation Um, to California. And then uh, last but not least, the third headline is also about California and the EPA 
So the EPA tells California it has the, quote, worst air quality, end quote, in America, and it threatens highway funds. So you can find out more about that on HuffPost, a.k.a. Huffington Post, too. And um, in a new letter that, again, the EPA administrator, um, Andrew Wheeler, uh, sent, he alleged that the state of California um, failed to, quote, carry out its most basic tasks under the Clean Air Act, end quote. And it's kind of funny because that uh, last news story about um, the air quality for California is sort of a follow-up to the information um, I presented in my podcast episode from September the 22nd, 2019. So if you want to hear more about that information in that podcast episode, I will surely link it in the show notes for you all to check out all the info there and I will post it there. So the, the information in the news um, for this podcast episode mainly comes from Mother Nature Network, and it's a um, really great source for all things, especially environmental um, news and sort of takeaways and easily digestible things that we can easily do to um, make sure our bodies are in tune and safe and also other things that are really important. And as um, we get into the, um, you know, colder and more windier months, I thought that would be a good reason to start uh, this podcast episode and talk about, you know, vitamin D and the lack thereof. You know, a lot of people, if they're indoors, if they are homebodies, if they um, work from home sometimes and and they don't get a lot of access outdoors or maybe they um, just don't like going out um, outside, then that is a um, very um, known cause. These are known causes for, you know, lack of vitamin D. Um, And as we, you know, inch closer to fall and winter, this is the perfect time to sort of talk about this and address it because it's really important. Because vitamin D is an important uh, factor um, for our immune system. It's super important. It's a hormone and it regulates many things, you know, our genes. It does wonders for our bones and bone structures and growth, and it strengthens our bones, it gives us energy, and it also can prevent certain diseases um, and certain ailments, um, you know, it can prevent if you just have vitamin D. So it's wonderful um, as a vitamin and as a hormone. And if you stay inside, though, you won't be able to get it, but there are some uh, useful things I want to talk about about how uh, vitamin D functions, what it does, and um, how you can easily attain it. I'll talk about that a little bit later. So the title um, for uh, this news piece is, um, I made it so boost your vitamin D today. So today you can start um, incorporating vitamin D into your diet um, daily if you must, and we'll get started with uh, the details about vitamin D. So the good things uh, vitamin D does is what I want to start with. The first thing is that vitamin D lowers your chance of autoimmune disorders like multiple sclerosis. Now, according to the Mayo Clinic, many studies have found that people who get more vitamin D and exposure to the sun have a lower risk of multiple sclerosis, multiple sclerosis or MS. 
So um, additionally, those with multiple sclerosis or MS can also benefit massively, massively from getting um, vitamin D in their system. And if uh, you are interested more um, about this, there was actually a, a research study published in the journal, um, the Annals of Neurology, and it was a collaborative study um, between researchers at um, Oxford and also three Canadian universities. And so they concluded that the low vitamin D levels um, are directly uh, connected to cases of uh, MS. And that study covered thousands of families, approximately 3,000 families. Now that journal article uh, will be linked in the show notes for all who are interested in um, checking it out and reading it further. Now the second thing uh, vitamin D does is that it creates stronger bones. Like I said before, it's very good for strengthening your bones. Um, very good there, growing them and making sure that they're that they're fine. And, you know, vitamin D really helps your body absorb calcium. So from those uh, foods that have calcium, your green, dark leafy uh, vegetables, your um, protein and things like that from uh, different plant sources, things like that. Um, and so you have, you know, that absorption there. And it also allows uh, you to, of course, build strong bones and to prevent something like um, osteoporosis and also bone fractures and preventing um, falls from getting serious in those who are older. So those who are up in age and they, you know, lack vitamin D, it's a problem. And, you know, according to some recent research, um, in the 2019 randomized clinical trial, um, very high doses of vitamin D don't necessarily help with bone health. So participants who took high doses of the vitamin had decreases in bone density. So this is a an issue of uh, this is an issue of um, what's the phrase? Um, too anything too much of a good thing is a bad thing. And, you know, those who took high doses had significant declines in bone density in both their arms and legs. But those who took smaller supplements only um, had small declines in bone density in just their arms. So the journal article about that will also be linked in the show notes too. Now the third thing uh, that vitamin D really does well is it helps your heart be healthy. And so you're all about, you know, getting your heart um, safe and protected. It does wonders for that. And according to uh, John Hopkins Health, lots of studies found that vitamin D deficiency is a risk, um, is as a risk for um, cardiovascular issues like heart attacks and congestive heart failure, strokes, and other things too, like high blood pressure and also diabetes. But um, the thing is that the trick here is to only attain, like like before noted in the research, a small amount or a, a minimum amount of vitamin D uh, supplementation. So 600 um, IUs or international units is advised here, or you could risk uh, developing high blood pressure. And um, another uh, study to sort of um, contrast um, the taking of vitamin D published in June of 2019 actually found that taking vitamin D supplements um, does not reduce the risk of uh, cardiovascular disease, 
Um, same thing with heart attack strokes and cardiovascular uh, problems. So, you know, if you, if it's saying, if that other study is saying, um, you know, taking those supplements may not reduce the risk, there are, of course, other ways to get those vitamin Ds, the vitamin D in you, such as from your food, sunshine, etc. Um, that that uh, journal article will also be linked in the show notes too. So on to the next thing is uh, the fourth one, and it's about um, certain cancers. So vitamin D can actually stop you from having certain cancers and actually prevent uh, them from occurring. And a study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition actually concluded, quote, Improving calcium and vitamin D nutritional status substantially reduces all cancer risk in postmenopausal women. End quote. Um, and there was a another uh, again contrasting um, study that found that it was the largest um, ever randomized clinical trial. It tested in testing for vitamin D, and um, this was done back in 2018, and it stated. Um, itself that vitamin D doesn't or didn't lower the risk of cancer and overall um, 26,000 people were enrolled in that trial but you know what you can decide for yourself do you want to you know maybe prevent cancer there could be a strong possibility but at the same time there are some studies out there that you know say oh you know vitamin D getting that uh, won't lower the risk. Well, you can decide for yourself. I mean, there's so many pros to getting vitamin D in your diet. Um, and you could, you know, stave off cancer. It could be a chance. So you never know. But again, this um, news is all about getting that vitamin D in your system and having it, you know, be worked there. And you get to do it all the time. And it's part of your lifestyle. It's part of your health. And you just have it packed in there. So number five is um, one to pertain about losing weight. So the topic um, on this is, you know, how vitamin D works to, you know, get you to lose weight. So body fat, if you have it, it actually entraps the vitamin D, um, thus making it, you know, really hard to get rid of and effectively be used by your body. And according to WebMD, you know, body fat traps the vitamin D again, um, you know, just to, you know, have that support there. It actually confirms that um, vitamin D can be trapped by your body fat. And so, you know, it's incentive you know, for you to lose weight so that, of course, the vitamin D can help you keep it off and be uh, well absorbed into your body. Now, the sixth thing is that there's a connection between dementia and vitamin D. Yes, according to many studies that are out there, um, it suggests that people who have dementia also have lower levels of vitamin D. So this means that you should get in gear and get some vitamin D so that you don't um, put yourself at risk for having dementia. Number seven is that um, there's a connection between the regular release of insulin and vitamin D. So some studies have shown that there's a link between low levels of vitamin D and diabetes. Um, also, there are um, a few limited human studies that actually are suggesting um, a correlation between low vitamin D levels and insulin, insulin um, secretion and glucose tolerance in individuals, um, but for those with type 2 diabetes. 
And then the last uh, thing about vitamin D and the benefit um, really um, to know about at least is that there are um, a number of health conditions that are connected to low vitamin D. So the first is Alzheimer's disease. Uh, much like uh, dementia, Alzheimer's is again uh, similar but different, but it's still also connected to low vitamin D levels. Next is asthma, um, and then depression, um, and then also gum disease, high cholesterol, kidney disease, premenstrual syndrome, or otherwise known as PMS, and also, last but not least, rheumatoid arthritis. All in all, there is a lot to say about vitamin D. Um, and I mainly want to talk about, you know, I think that it's mainly um, an accessible um, issue for some. Because, uh, like I mentioned before, um, in the, um, you know, reason why I think this is important is because... You know, everyone, you know, doesn't, you know, have the ability to just go outside. But, you know, for those who are stuck inside, you know, getting that vitamin D is really um, an issue. You know, it should be at least health wise. And many of the it, many of the health conditions that, you know, you may have are probably connected to your lack of vitamins and minerals. And, you know, you may not have known, but maybe uh, any of the health conditions I talked about, maybe they're probably connected to, you know, your ailments or your symptoms. And you may not have known otherwise. So that's something to take from this uh, podcast episode, if nothing else. And there's so many things that you can, you know, do to get your vitamin D. Even as, you know, here in the United States, on the East Coast at least, it's getting uh, colder and windier. um, And it's about to be, you know, snowy in a few months. So um, you can start, you know, hiking or going to the park often maybe on the weekend in the evenings before it gets you know cold and you know kind of um, darker outside Um, you could partake in outdoor activities like gardening or running or playing outside you know maybe if you have you know little kids or you do a program outside that happens to do with little kids you know get them outside too Um, with uh, what we talked about the um, health conditions. Asthma is a big, huge health condition in a lot of uh, kids under a certain age in the United States. So, you know, maybe one of the contributors to asthma, other than something like air pollution or it being um, hereditary or it being a function of um, an environmental factor where you are, you know, living, it could be a point of, you know, they're not getting their vitamin D levels, you know, elevated. That could be a reason why maybe they have asthma problems. Um, something like um, living maybe in a sunny region or state, you know, complete, you know, completely different area could be also a remedy for you to have easily round the clock vitamin D uh, where you are. Somewhere like, um, you know, the South, like Florida, for example, or California are big, um, you know, places where sun is, you know, just abound and it's endless and it's just, you know, frequent. So those are, you know, different options if you happen to love, you know, sunny areas. Now, um, there's a connection between, like they talked about diabetes and vitamin D and, you know, for all those who have ever been, 
um, pre-diabetic or had that scare, you know, myself included, thank goodness I'm not diabetic or anything, but that was, you know, a scare and it was due um, a little bit to, um, you know, vitamin D being low on my side and me being um, black, you know, that, you know, it was a problem because, you know, most um, African-Americans, we don't get the vitamin D that we should have or need. Um, and then the fact that I don't always go outside, but I've, I've made it a point to get outside more and more as the years go by. And I love the fact that I love going outside. Um, I found that, you know, quickly turned around um, in a few months, especially getting on that regimen of vitamin D, which I uh, even take regularly now. And I have to buy um, some more vitamin D stuff. But also, you know, my diet's changed in the last, you know, three years, four years. So also, you know, being um, one who, who loves seafood, being, you know, mainly pescatarian, um, you know, trying to get that, you know, percentage up um, and, you know, having some occasional meat and whatnot and having my carbs, but mainly fruits and veggies. I love my um, diet and the way I, you know, take in food now, the way I nourish myself with food. And it's all encompassing. It's all a change. It's not like you can just pop in some vitamin D um, pills and you think you'll be okay. As we've learned in the news, you know, if you have body fat from a terrible diet, you're not going to get the absorption that you would like of your vitamin D. So it's an all-encompassing um, feat for you to take in that vitamin D, exercise, eat well, go outside. Um, and if you can't always go outside, especially when it gets darker um, or windier or colder or snowy or snower or snowier, <laughs> um, then you can, of course, um, use some vitamin D supplements or get that food um, intake of um, foods that, of course, have vitamin D in them. Now, um, if you, of course, stay inside a lot, which I've talked about, or are African-American black, um, or have a, maybe a vitamin D deficiency, you know, you could be at risk for multiple um, health conditions. And, you know, some of them, like we talked about, are depression, asthma, high cholesterol, diabetes, but type 2, though. Um, osteoporosis is a big one. Um, high blood pressure, just a lot of things. MS, these are really serious health conditions that are totally, in most cases, preventable. And so you would think um, that you could, you know, take this information in, and you should, and take this information in and make sure that you um, just have the takeaway that, you know, vitamin D is a hormone. It's essential for life and your human body, and you can do something about it. So, just please don't neglect getting the vitamin and the hormone because it does so, so much good for you and you won't regret it. There's so much to cover more and I will do so with some helpful, helpful tips and resources next in the Mother Earth Minute. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. 
Mother Earth Minute is where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue we talked about in the episode. And as always, save Mother Earth. Now, the message for this uh, episode is a fact, a quick one from the uh, National Institutes of Health. And according to them, vitamin D has so many roles in the body, including modulation of cell growth, um, neuromuscular and immune function, and also reduction of inflammation, among other functions. So it does a lot. And so I'm going to give you uh, many things to take away, um, you know, as as it pertains to vitamin D and getting that into your body. So the first thing is that you can get book smart. For all my uh, listeners out there who love books and, you know, are avid readers such like myself, uh, three really good, um, you know, different recent books, um, you know, I found, you know, they're English books, but they may have additions in other languages. Um, The first one is um, Real Cause, Real Cure, the nine root causes of the most common health problems and how to solve them. And it came out and was published in 2011. And it's available in hardcover, Kindle, and also in the paperback versions. And then the next book is The Vitamin D Cure. And it has the revised paperback edition available. And it was published and made in 2012. And it's available in hardcover, the Kindle version, and also, like I mentioned, paperback. And it was, or is currently, as of this podcast episode, ranked um, number 327 in the vitamins and supplements uh, books uh, category. And then the third uh, book is The Optimal Dose. Restore your health with the power of vitamin D3 in the hardcover version is available. Um, and it was published and made in 2018. It's also available in the audiobook version, also Kindle, and also paperback. And as of this podcast episode, it was um, ranked in um, the aging, nutrition, and diets category as um, um, 134. That's the number. The second tip is about a really great website that I will link in the show notes. And it was on um, healthline.com. And it's how to increase your vitamin um, D, you know, really, you know, quickly you can take a supplement amongst other things. Now I'll link that in the show notes. Now my third and last tip is um, some quick suggestions for um, vitamin D supplements. Uh, I myself love the Nature Made Vitamin uh, D3 in the 2000 International Units IU version, the tablets there. And I've been taking them probably since 2018. Um, and also if you, you know, aren't interested maybe in buying um, the quick um, accessible um, versions of vitamin D, you could also talk to your doctor and they will be able to adjust the um, dosage of uh, vitamin D tablets for you. So that's something also. And then uh, with the Nature Made um, vitamin D uh, tablets that I like and take, um, they're currently listed as uh, as of this podcast episode, $7.59 uh, and it's free shipping on orders over $25. The Eco Fact of the Day 
is that the heat wave bakes India. Temperatures in Rajasthan uh, reach 123 degrees Fahrenheit and the four reservoirs that supply Chennai, the population 9.1 million, go dry. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra magazine in the September-October 2019 issue. Green Adults wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. You work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company. Either way, let Green Adults know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenadultspodcast at gmail.com. So we've come to the Eco Company Spotlight. As you all know, I've been reviewing uh, tons of eco companies that have products and services that I love and totally endorse um, by my message and reading them and, and talking uh, about them to you all. And I've been doing so for a long time. And so I've been experiencing them and, you know, I've been doing it for, you know, some months now, um, since February, 2019 and I love it. And so I have one of my uh, latest favorite companies to talk about is, is Black Forest Snacks. Now, if you're into sweet and chewy treats and candies, you'll fall in love with Black Forest Snacks, um, and their gummies and their fruit snacks. And their gummies have fruity flavors and are really soft and that is real to the taste. And their fruit snacks are also very sweet and flavorful with real fruit juice and many, many different flavors. Now, Black Forest snacks are definitely uh, made with real fruit juice and they're certified USDA organic and they're made with colors from real sources and they're made right here in the United States of America. Like, like I talked on before, their snacks are soft and also chewy, and they are gluten-free and fat-free. Now, the products of Black Forest Snacks range and include their gummy bears in their classic gummy bears, classic gummy worms, swirly gummy bears, their chewy gummy bears, their gummy peach rings, their gummy cherries, their sour gummy worms, their organic gummy bears, and also their organic gummy worms. Their fruit snacks vary also, and they have their organic fruity chews, their organic fruity bites and berry, their um, fruit snack medley, and also more um, different types of fruit snacks in the medley varieties, and also mixed fruits. They also have some special seasonal um, candies and fruit uh, snacks, which are their organic um, Halloween mix and also their organic sour heads. Now to contact Black Forest Snacks, you can find out all the information at their specific website, www.ferrerausa, that's R-E-R-R-A-R-A-U-S-A dot com forward slash contact dash us dot html 
Now my overall experience of Black Forest Snacks is a wonderful one because I fell in love with their gummy worms um, and I also had a couple other products too and I got mine at Walgreens and I started buying them back in 2018 and I just think that they're amazing. From their pretty packaging, their wonderful softness beyond any expectation, uh, which I came with none and I just thought to share this with you because their products are really amazing and they make me want to go and buy them and buy them for others. So if you love something sweet, good for you. Again, USDA organic with no fillers, no nonsense. I suggest that you check out Black Forest Snacks and all their delicious goodness and their gummies and fruit snacks. Now, if you would like to find out where to get your specific snacks and get those uh, for yourself, you can go to um, check out Black Forest Snacks at their website, blackforestusa.com. They're also uh, available to have their snacks, or you can get their snacks on Amazon.com, CVS, eBay.com, Giant, Harris Teeter. They're also available at Jet Online on that site. Um, also Rite Aid, Safeway, Target, By the Cost, Walgreens, Walmart, as well as other fine stores online and also in stores across the country where available. Now, Black Forest Snacks is available on a ton of social media platforms, of which include Facebook, and they're available at Black Forest USA, Instagram at Black Forest USA, all one word, all lowercase, LinkedIn at Ferrera Candy Company, that's F-E-R-R-A-R-A, Candy Company, and also Twitter at Ferrera Candy, F-E-R-R-A-R-A, Candy, um, uppercase F-N-C, and then lastly, YouTube, they're available there at Black Forest USA. Last thing for you is if you would like to contact, um, again, uh, Black Forest Snacks, you can go ahead and check out their products on their website, blackforestusa.com, and then click uh, either um, contact us at the bottom of their webpage, again, to fill out their message form. All right, thank you all for tuning in and checking out this podcast episode. I enjoyed it very thoroughly talking about vitamin D, my experience with vitamin D and how important it is to have it in your regimen to take. It's like a lifeblood and a force that prevents so many different diseases and ailments and actually helps your body more than anything. And I think sometimes it's an overlooked vitamin, just to tell you the truth. And, you know, to think that it prevents so many things. People who may not have known, yes, pre-diabetes is connected to vitamin D, amongst other things like your diet. So, you know, if you have other diseases or conditions that run in your family, you know, maybe you should, um, you know, get those things also checked out, but figure out what's missing in your diet and, you know, what you can do as far as getting vitamin D and having you, um, you know, be an, have that be an asset to you um, and so you, you know, carry it on and continue to, you know, take in your vitamin D and then make sure it stays with you in this message of taking your vitamin D and learning how important it is um, for many, many years to come. 
So thank you again for listening and be sure to check out my next podcast episode coming up really soon. But until then, thank you again. You all take care. Bye. 